0: Welcome to Jim Rome's Big Head Bets. Happy New Year. I am Jim Rome, and he is ass. Urgh! The head. Go ahead. We did take last week off, so let me start right here. Happy New Year. Are you feeling refreshed, and are you ready
1: to roll? Hell yes, I am. I'm both. I feel great, man. That is until this weekend, probably, when some of those coaches job me, because I have no idea. You know, you can't trust anything they're saying, Jim. They're lying out their mouths right now. I don't know who they're playing, but yes, to answer the question, I feel fantastic, man.
0: Wow, dude, are you already covering your ass 10 seconds into our first episode (laughs) of the year?
1: Just throwing it out there for everybody else to know. We don't know what they're going to do. But all right. We
0: know. Yeah. All right. So the answer is yes. Listen, mm-hmm. at, least, at least last week when you and I were off, that was the perfect opportunity for some of these knobs, no names mentioned, Mike in Jacksonville to say, hey, dudes, we get it. You're on vacation. So save all the podcast bull crap and just give us the damn picks. Were you getting any of that last week?
1: Yeah, a lot of tweets, man. They were coming at me for tweets, for free stuff, for angles. They're they're smart out there, man. I got to give them credit. It
0: is free. It's already (laughs) free. We don't charge. My response to that guy was, you know what? Mm -hmm. I'll save you the, quote, podcast bullcrap. And in response, I will then give you jack shit. How's that sound, Mike? Mike? For the last time, Mike, this is how this works. We give you amazing entertainment and insight. We charge you nothing for it, and you get well-reasoned picks that help you make money. You're welcome, Jack Wagon. You're welcome. All right, hey, you ready? Anything (laughs) to add to that, or should we go? No,
1: you nailed it, man. I'm ready to go. All right,
0: let's do this. Jags v. Tennessee. I mean, the hell is going on here? Mm. Win and you're in. Lose and you go home. Trevor Lawrence v. Josh Dobbs Mm. for the AFC South. Dude, weird. Mm. And in this case, weird is good. What is our number? Who you
1: got? Yeah, the loser of six straight games. The Titans are getting six and a half now. It was six this morning on DraftKings. It has now moved to six and a half for the Titans. But I'm going Jags and laying those points here. The Titans' offense is awful on the season. They have uh, the fewest drives ending with a score in football at 27%, worse than cringe Wilson's Broncos. And they're still going with Josh Dobbs, who you said. He's not Malik Willis, Willis, but he is Josh Dobbs. And that's great, Jim, for this 29th-ranked Jags pass D, according to Pro Football Focus. As always, for anyone playing the Titans, it's all about Derrick Henry, who missed last week, but he should be good to go and 100% Saturday, and that's what the Jags do best to stop the run for the Jags offense. Tough as hell to run on the Titans here. Best run D uh, with the Niners in football this season, giving up only 3.4 yards per carry on this season. Good news, though, the Titans' pass D is as bad as the Jags, and not only – can they not cover? They are undisciplined as hell for Mike Vrabel's team, which is odd. They have committed the most penalties in football on defense. I expect Big Trev um, to go get him pretty good again like he did last time. Three touchdowns a month ago when he beat him there against the spread. At one point, Vrabel's Titans were the hottest team in football that we talked about all season long versus the spread. They are now 0-4 and two in their last six games. Jags, second hottest Team in the NFL, ATS, in four straight wins for them. Let's make it five. As the great Ted Karras said, fuck you, Tennessee. Up, Jags you minus Tennessee. six and a half. Fuck you. Fuck you. Wow, dude. Wow, you <laughs>
0: set that up, didn't you?
1: Yes, I did. Thank wow, you, Wow, How'd that feel? That felt <laughs> great. Loved it. Best sound by of the year, I think.
0: Wow. Ask you. That, mm-hmm. that was something. I did not see that coming. It, I mean, the whole thing's pretty incredible, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Da- that F bomb, that had to feel really good to you, dude. Oh, I love it. Do it again, <laughs> don't, don't do it again, man. Don't do it again. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Don't do that again. I'll let that four. one slide. 10 4. All right, so don't do ro- that. Roger that. Don't do that. You know, it's incredible. Like Dobbs, wasn't Dobbs like running the scout team for the Jim Rome's Big Head Bets <laughs> intramural squad like a week ago?
2: Yes, he was. And
0: how would you like to be Malik Willis? And notice how much easier that came out of my mouth than yours. Mm hmm. Fair. Malik Willis knowing that they had to bring in Joshua Dobbs oh, wow. to play over you. Mm. And how would you like to be Trevor Lawrence knowing that Josh Dobbs outplayed you with the division title on the line if that were actually to happen? Mm. Holy shit, this is juicy. Pull this off, and Dobbs is one of my favorite dudes ever, and he actually, frankly, did not look like shit against Dallas last week when he had no, no prep time whatsoever. I guess what I'm getting at, head... I'm trying to talk myself into taking Tennessee here. I think I'm going to. I think I I I I I, I <laughs> The hell I am. Oh, no. Duval. Duval. Only one team has allowed more passing yards than Tennessee. And Trevor Lawrence is throwing the hell out of it right now. The Jags have a good pass-run balance, as you know, with Travis Etienne. And they're making plays defensively. Mm-hmm. And you just heard her voice. That's the queen, Danica. She's going to take some young tenderoni home mm-hmm. for the night and ruin him.
1: Get drunk, find a little tenderoni, and take him home for the
0: night and ruin him. I'm out. Sounds fun. You know, it's it's a hell of a lot to lay for mm-hmm. a divisional title with a team that made that big run last year. But I am with you. Jags minus what? Six or six and a half?
1: Six and a half. You could probably wait, but six and a half.
0: Don't love that hook, but okay. No. Yep. All right. Why don't we talk Steal Vikings? Vikings minus seven and a half against Chicago. You got both teams coming off humiliating losses. The Vikings, head to me, are just the weirdest team ever ever. The Bears have one of their worst teams ever, and they actually still have a shot at the first pick overall when the Vikings are, hell, they're trying to get people to forget that Green Bay beat the crap out of them. So, despite how schizo the Vikings are, I am inclined to take them. However, I don't want to speak for you, head. I know you're not. I know you're not because of the X Factor. Your favorite player, head. Nate freaking Peterman. That's right. You love him. Nathan Pete Pete. is starting for Justin Fields. Since that's your dude, Uh the question is not if you'll bet him, but how hard will you hit him? I know you had. I know your love for Nate. I know you love this guy so much you might even, I don't know, Put five units on this guy, which means you'll be betting what? Five bucks? Uh, All kidding aside, are you dropping an Abe Lincoln on Nate?
1: No. Big Nate Pete guy. Love him, like you said, because he makes me a lot of money, though, Jim, betting against him. I'm going to do the same thing here with the Vikings. Laying right now seven and a half points on DraftKings. Another one this morning that was seven, but now it's at seven and a half, so we'll go with the Vikings here. In Chicago, this Bears defense. Yeah, can I stop you right there? Does that
0: piss you off? That that's that's. I'm not blaming DraftKings. It, no, there's a big difference between
1: seven and a seven and a half. Well, and then you have multiple games that you're prepping for, so you're looking up everything, and then you come right on the air and bam, just right in the face, kind of like Larry Brown, dude. Another half point. And it's a big difference. It's past that touchdown mark, right? right, Why are you you wedging a crank reference into a very simple
0: question about the hook? I don't know. It's just my mind, dude. It's so wrong.
2: Uh, Everything about blight, you is wrong, face. dude.
0: Your life is wrong. Stop slamming F-bombs and Larry blight, Brown blight. references into places where they don't require it and they're not necessary, dude. You're like, It's like you took a week off and all of a sudden you're like, like let's, get, let's get a boner blast in there, too.
1: Yeah, I haven't talked about Just something else your, yet. But, you know. And don't. Whatever okay. that
0: is, That yep. I haven't talked about something else yet. I don't want to know what that is. <laughs> Just do your freaking job.
1: All right, my job here is to talk about the Bears and how uh, their defense's historical ass on paper, Jim, and their numbers are backing it up on the season. 30-second Steel points ass. allowed in 27.1 per game, 30-second points per play, 30-second and third down D, 30-second yards per Man, pass. They suck. They're terrible. Minnesota has big problems with their line right now. They went through pretty snap hell last week because they have about three backups in the interior line playing. They have the perfect game for these backups to play because these Bears, you guessed it, they suck at rushing the quarterback as well. Fewest sacks in football right there. Kirk Cousins should have some time to get the ball to Justin Jefferson. As we know, the Vikings' offense goes as Justin goes, and he's coming off a game with one catch in 15 freaking yards. He should be motivated here. Now for Nate Pete, my guy. These Vikings' defensive numbers are about as bad as the Bears. They are the worst road defense in football. They're giving up over 400 yards a game on the road. They have more talent. It's just Ed Donatell's shit as a defensive coordinator for the Vikings. He's terrible, but no Justin Fields to fuel the best running attack in football. Against the spread, the Bears are 1-6 in their last seven, 1-7 in their last eight home games versus a team with a winning record. And the Vikings, they're about as bad, are 0-4 in their last four overall and 0-4 in their last four v. the NFC North. But I'm going with Minnesota, Paul Allen, and have confidence that the Bears – will finish their organizational tank job here for 2022. Vikings minus seven and a half.
0: You know, I like that. How about this? This is just kind of a sidebar. The fans, the tradition, the glory. There is nothing more thrilling than college football, and it all comes down to the national championship game on Monday. And I'm here to tell you the go-to for betting is DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps. I love that matchup. Georgia. TCU, who you got? Right now, new customers can bet just 5 bucks on college football and get $200 in free bets instantly, win or lose. Plus, everyone can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with DraftKings' same-game parlays. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the code BIGBETS. New customers bet just 5 bucks on college football and get $200 in free bets instantly. But you have to use the code BIGBETS. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. See show notes for details. Injury aside, what if I had said to you, that Nathan Peterman would last in the NFL longer than Carson Wentz, what would you have said? Oh, I would. And, and I bet uh, it could happen. I bet he might around be the there. time
1: he started playing. Right, that's when like Wentz was like a MVP candidate and everything like that, and Peterman was doing Peterman you, things. I, I think
0: there may be a job for Nate Pete. Longer than there's a job for Carson Wentz. I'm not I even think kidding. you're right,
1: man. All right, so you right.
0: Uh, just a sidebar. I, I stand by what I said. Minnesota right. is one of the weirdest teams ever. Chicago is one of the worst teams ever, at least from mm-hmm. them. I, I don't know. I just I think that the Vikings play their starting players in the second half, or at least long enough that they do enough damage or have enough positive momentum going into the playoffs. So I'm going to lay the fat points. I'm going to ride with the Schizo Vikes. Beautiful. And hat tip to pa to Paul Allen. See, you're dragging me down to your level already, dude. I kind of love Paul. Uh, Me too, but I don't love speaking like the way you speak. I'm like, Paul (laughs) Allen.
2: Holy cow!
0: Anyway, why don't we talk about what I find to be a sort of greasy and dirty matchup. Mm -hmm. Why? Because it involves the Browns who just seem kind of sort of greasy and dirty. I shouldn't blame the entire team for it, but they just feel that way to me now. Mm -hmm. You got the Browns plus two and a half at Pittsburgh. Incredibly, Mike Tomlin has never finished below 500. I know, that's one of those things. We all know that. But he's never finished below 500 as a head coach. So, while he may have lied, Head, when he promised us nothing but straight fire when he joined Twitter back in the day. And by the way, Twitter right now is straight ass. It really is. It's just straight Garbage. ass. Mm-hmm. Don't ban me, bro. Don't taste me. I'm still waiting on that straight fire from Mike on Twitter, but you can't deny this, man. He can flat-out coach. And you know the Browns and their fans hate the Steelers and would love nothing more than to see this guy finish below 500 for the Mm -hmm. first time ever. So, while I find the matchup greasy... It is kind of spicy. Mm-hmm. What's the number? I've got two and a
1: half. Is that the number? And who do you like? That's the number. Pittsburgh minus two and a half at home with their playoff hopes still alive. I'll go ahead and take Cleveland in the two and a half points here. Both teams are playing great defense right now. Last three games, Pittsburgh's defense is allowing the few yards. Wait, what? The Browns are playing great defense. Dude, they're playing great defense the Isn't last that three funny? games. What? I got to own it, too, because I'm an anti-Joe Woods guy. But God, you hate that guy. hate that guy, but. Third fewest yards per game Joe Woods' defense is allowing right now. Pittsburgh is allowing the fewest in the entire NFL. If the Browns can slow the Steelers' run game, which is hot, they ran for 198 yards against a Baltimore run D that was given up about 87 yards a contest. I like their chances here because their offense overall still isn't good and they can't throw the ball with tiny hands out there. They're 29th in the NFL in points per game, 27th in yards per play. 24th in yards per rush. They have an nfl least 11 touchdown passes on the season. The Fail Clowns, Titans, Jets, Broncos, and Colts have four more passing touchdowns than the Pittsburgh Steelers do. That's some Poulter stuff right there, Jim. Fail clown. Waiting for the Poulter. Uh, Don't do it. Don't do it, Alan. Thank you. That's exactly what it is right there.
0: What does the number of touchdown passes have to do with golfing? Ah, uh, gassy.
1: I called it wrong. Yeah. My bad.
0: No, I didn't. That's right. just it's very, very gas. It's all wrong, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> you've gotten off your F-bomb. You've gotten off your crank bomb.
1: You've gotten off your fart bomb. Are you done? No, I'll talk about the <laughs> Cleveland offense. They're actually looking better right here. They, they actually showed some signs of progress with it. Offense with the uh, Liars' favorite quarterback, Deshaun, you know, I was going to say Cosby, but Watson last week against Watson. Washington. They were playing better right there, so credit for that. A.T.S., As we've talked about, nobody in football is better than Mike Tomlin as a home dog. But since 2007, as a home favorite, he covers about 30% less in that role. Let's go with uh, 34% of the money right here and take the uh, Browns plus two and a half.
0: Interesting. I think it's kind of tough, right? Like Deshaun Watson, to me, has been sort of passable against crappy defenses. And Mm -hmm. he's been really crappy against good defenses. And the dude's just not. I mean, yes, he played better last week, but he's not right. The dude's Mm -hmm. just not right, well, in any way. But from a football standpoint, the guy's not right. And a couple of things I do know. Even though the Browns have been better defensively, I still don't think they can stop the run. And we say it every single week here. And I think they completely wasted an entire season of Nick Chubb's studly career. And I do happen to think that Miles Garrett is going to break Kenny Pickett over his knee like Bo Jackson used to do baseball bats. Baseball back. So what I'm trying to say to you, Head, is I don't like this game. I just mm-hmm. don't. I, I know the Steelers can run it. I agree with you. I know, like, Pickett, they may only have 11 touchdown passes, to your point, this year. This guy, he's funny, though. Like, I don't care how, how tiny his hands are. He can play, like, crap all game, and then all of a sudden pull a couple of plays out his ass yeah, at the very can. end and steal yeah, it, right? Yes, he can. So yeah. I don't like the game because I don't like the Browns. And after hyping them for as long as I did... I really don't like that, and I don't like it because I don't like it, and I don't like it because I don't have a strong lean. I don't like this game. Did I make that clear?
1: <laughs> I think you have. You I'm going to
0: put my money, however, because I have to, on something. I'm going to bet on Chubb. I'm going to bet on Garrett, and I'm going to do the same thing as you. I'm nice. going to take the Browns. It's all, all right. How about this now? Mm-hmm. Colts in Houston. Here's yeah. what I have to say about that. Yeah! I like that energy. Yay! No, actually, I don't. The fuck is this game doing on this list, Head? Money. I'll say it again. Yeah. The fuck is this game doing uh. on this list, Head? Colts <laughs> in Houston? Yeah. You obviously think that you can make money here. That's it right there. Then again, you know what? Mm. New year, new me. I have a better be attitude. You know what I'm going to do? I, I'm going to turn this thing on its head. I actually do like this game. I like this game because I want to see if Houston can somehow jack up The first pick that they've tried so hard to get all year long, right? Mm -hmm. And I want to see if Jeff Saturday, Jim Ursay's modern-day Don Shula, loses to the worst team in the league while still auditioning for that job. You know what? Hell yes. Yeah! I do like this energy. I I cannot wait to find out what you're doing with this game. What's the line? What are you doing with it?
1: I can't help but think of Adam Eyes gaze right here in the 2020 New York Jets. First I like here. that. Yeah. I like that. We haven't talked about the eyes in a while. Dude, I can't help but think of him because how he fucked the organization out of Trevor Lawrence by winning two of their final three that year. It was amazing. Good pull, dude. Lovey and his Texans could do the same thing and cost him Bryce Young here if they win their second in their next three games or their last three games and if Chicago loses too. Uh, now, Bryce isn't Trevor Lawrence, but he's still the number one pick in the draft, so they need to lose this freaking football game. Uh, the pancake guy and the Colts are two and a half point favorites. I'm gonna lay the points and go with the pancake guy here. If we have to break down this shit show of a game, we have two of the worst rushing, passing offenses in football, according to Pro Football you do, yeah, do not have
0: to do anything.
1: <laughs> I'll give them a little info about how historical ass these guys are. Worst rushing and passing offenses in Cereal football, according ass. to Pro Football Focus. They are also the two best teams in football in turning the football over. They are also tied in having the worst yards per play in the NFL at 4.7 per play. Something tells me, though, Sam Ellinger, who uh, gets to start for Big Stick Nick there, does just enough to cover. Co- you can't Coach help Pancake. yourself, can you? I dude. Cannot help myself. Dude, Thank what, you.
0: what's more important to you, being an employee and a professional, gainfully employed by this program, or being a clone? I'm just curious. I'd love one. To do one both. pays a lot better than the other. I'll point that well, out. Listen,
1: one no, does pay a lot. Of, I'm just trying to do both of them. That'd be my perfect. You can't scenario do both, right dude. Here. You, 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 you got to
0: pick one oh. or the other. Would you rather be a clone or gainfully employed by the brand?
1: The brand, and I'll pick the Colts, minus two and a half here. Yeah, the brand.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Houston jacking it up and losing the first pick would be so amazing. The best. But but not as good as that pancake flipping, hot take having Jeff Saturday, crawling back to that hot take factory in Bristol after wacky Jim Ursay made him out to be Don Shula, Tony Dungy, and Ted Marchabroda all rolled into one.
2: Love Saturday,
0: play. how about Ted Marchabrode? I love that reference. Yeah. Pretty happy one. with that. Mm-hmm. Good coach. So Saturday, like, look, Saturday's a great dude and a terrible coach. And bringing him in was not just a bad idea. It was the worst idea. And best of all, Ursay, your guy, still seems to think that he's the smartest guy in the room for doing it when it was the dumbest thing ever. I oh. know. I just think that Saturday losing to the worst team in the league while trying to get a job that he should have never gotten in the first place is just too freaking rich. So what I'm saying to you is, go Houston. Oh,
1: go man. Houston.
0: I'm about to say something nobody has ever said ever. I'm riding with the Texans. Uh, you wanna love bet to see it. it. this yeah. guy? Uh, Put I, I'm back. gonna bet it too, <laughs> for sure. I love it. Well, so you and I are on the opposite sides of that. I'm talking with Jay Woods of Omega Tax Credits about small businesses under 500 employees qualifying for a tax refund from a new program. Tell me again, Jay, how long does it take for somebody saying, yeah, I don't know, I probably don't qualify. I'm saying find out because you don't know. How long does it take for them to find out? You don't have a more important 10 minutes in your day than these 10 minutes. That's it. 800-704-2000 or go to OmegaTaxCredits.com and find out. Jay is right for your business. There is not a more important 10 minutes. Let's talk seriously. The Bengals Uh are coming off an extremely traumatic and challenging week. Uh The Ravens got them back in week five. Cincinnati versus Baltimore. The Bengals, they're way different now than they were then. And Mm -hmm. dude, honestly... Going back to his peewee days, have you ever, ever, ever not taken your guy, Joe Burrow, in any game on any level? No. I don't remember you ever picking against this guy. Are you going to do so this week?
1: Um, no, I'm not. No way. You sound Minus like you're hedging seven. a little bit. What's yeah. up? No, no, no. How do you no. see this? I was, I'm trying to rack my brain to see if I ever bet against him. Uh, you know. I don't think you have, dude. I, I don't think you've ever said a negative thing about him. I don't think you've ever bet against him. I don't. And no. why would you? No. He's Joe freaking Burrow, man. I, I'm just thinking about his days at Ohio State when Perv decided he wasn't starting quarterback. God, is that incredible? Right is that incredible? 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 Perv r- ran some incredible quarterbacks off in his day. And he's a great college Super coach, favorite. but. Joe Burrow, not good enough to start at Ohio State. incredible. That's insane. So, here, of course, I'm going with Joe and the Bengals. If he and was his high school points. coach,
0: you would have cut him. Oh, he probably would have. He yeah, would yeah, said, you'll yeah, yeah. never amount to anything, man. I Go pick up a baseball bat. M J. Baseball right? bat? Baseball bat. Oh, oh Alvin's freaking practice. incredible. I, don't now, know that's, how I, I can't back. believe he just did that.
1: Either can I. Al-
0: Alvin's, Alvin's incredible.
1: That's Steve Nash. Go ahead, dude. Oh, 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 I'll miss that one. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, he did.
2: You know, he gets... Sometimes he gets pissed. We enjoy
1: that. How good does Steve Nash look right now as a basketball coach?
0: Dude, is there anybody who loves anything more than, A, you saying, I told you so, (laughs) and B, you loving the Nets?
1: Oh, no, I don't think so, except for my love for Joe Burrow and the Bengals, maybe. There you go. There we go. Finish that thought. Okay, Bengals, minus seven at home right here. Baltimore is a disaster right now with Lamar Jackson's injury situation. There's something going on there. There's a lot going on there, and this offense without him keeps getting worse by the week. Only the Jets have scored fewer points per game than Baltimore the last three weeks. They are averaging 11 points a game during that time frame. And you want to attack the Bengals' corners, and last week the Ravens completed two passes total to their wideouts. Two for them. two for me. Thank you, Ray. So also, my guy Joe Burrow, along with Patrick Mahomes, are the best quarterbacks in football, according to PFF, when they are kept clean. His line play has been up and down all season long, but the Ravens' pass rush is not great, as we know. I think he lights these guys up again. ATS, Bengals are the hottest team in football against the spread. They've won seven straight. Ravens are one in six in their last seven versus the AFC North. Cincy, Joe Burrow, minus seven at home.
0: Do you know what's back? I was just thinking about this. Uh, Also, off the record or off the cuff or Mm -hmm. off the beaten path, there's something really twisted and jacked up. Mm -hmm. This podcast is now, I hate to say this to the rest of the the crew, but this podcast is now better than The Daily Show, (laughs) yet we make a lot more money on The Daily Show than we do during this show. Uh, So where does that leave us? I don't know. Keep
1: pushing it out until I get that paper, right? All right, there you go.
0: So let me give you two reasons why. I'm just saying this is a great podcast. Especially me. There, there are two reasons why I am rolling with Cincy. Alvin Joe, Bur- no, Joe Burrow mm-hmm. and Lou Anarumo. Your guy. Just kidding. let <laughs> not so get crazy. Okay, so let me be real. I'm going to take the Bengals for one reason. Mm-hmm. Lou Anarumo, D coordinator, one of my five favorite guys in the entire league. Zach Taylor and Bengal fan should hit their knees every single night and thank the man above for Lou, I know that I do. Bengals, I'm laying the points.
1: You love Lou. Yeah.
0: Gotta love him. Love Lou. And I hate that he doesn't get more credit. Love him. Dude, how about this? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Green Bay and the Lions. The Have they game. ever played a game yeah. that mattered this late in the season? Maybe. No way. Right? Maybe back in the day when my dude Wayne Fontez coached the D. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, I love that guy. Remember really Wayne Fonts?
1: Hell yes. Hermit love Moore. Wayne Fonts. I yeah, love him. Hell Loved yeah. him.
0: Mm-hmm. Loved him. All right, so Green Bay was left for dead at 4-8. and eight. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers said at that time, hold up now. We can still do this. We're in a good spot. Everybody mm-hmm. said he was for shit, and he was right. I've got to be straight with you, dude. Uh-huh. All right, you just kind of brace yourself for some real talk. Okay. Your right. attitude generally is terrible. Ouch. It's okay. not something—I don't like that about you, frankly— Okay. Now here's something I do like about you. Because okay. while I don't always like you, mm-hmm. I do always respect you and here's what I
1: respect I'll take about that. you. Okay. Dude, you yeah. you love Aaron, don't you? I love Aaron Rodgers. Like
0: like you love Aaron Rodgers enough mm-hmm. to even suggest that he might be the GOAT, right?
1: Uh yeah, not shy away I from it. I think he's the greatest quarterback of all time. Maybe with that uh horse face dude in Denver, but the two of them, yeah. For real. Love you're him.
0: not gonna you're not gonna say Bacon forty five hey or even Joe Montana.
1: No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Aaron and John could do more with those legs, and Thank Aaron John Aaron is just what he did in this season. Not that doesn't count, but before that, for four years, the way he, what he did as a quarterback, unseen, unseen, I like that.
0: I like that about you, dude. I, I don't always like you, <laughs> but I always respect <laughs> you. And, and and look, Aaron's my guy. You know I love Aaron. You I love just, Aaron. I like that you love him the way you do. Now, here's the thing: I love the Lions. Jared Goff, dude, how about this? Let's, mm-hmm. let's, can we say this? This dude's had a fucking great year. Great year. Great year. Yes. Amon he's Ross the future Brown. there, I think, right now.
1: What's yeah. that? I think he's the future there now. I don't think they're drafting a quarterback. Oh, no, hell dude, dude. no, dude. Yeah. No, no, no,
0: no. Dude, he's, he's that guy. He's yeah. that guy. He absolutely yeah. is. Believe hmm. me, who would you rather have right now? Goff or Stafford? G- Goff. Yeah, in 100%. Those tri- in a top 10 pick? Hell yes, Goff. Okay. So now, nice. you, know, you know I love Amon Ross St. Brown. You, you know the Lions play bleeping hard for Dan Cannibal. Mhm. But is there any way Aaron Rodgers is gonna let that dome team come to Lambo and wreck their incredible turnaround season and knock them out? I don't mm. think it's gonna be easy, but Aaron came on the show this week. He's got crazy jungle karma. Getting that good that jungle Packer karma defense. Love, buddy. There you go. He said that this week. He did. That's not like an old school drop. He said that a few days ago. The Packers defense has been lights out. They've been running the hell out of it with my dude Aaron Jones. And Matt LaFleur is perfectly manicured and coiffed. <laughs> go, Pack, go. Mm. Go, Pack, go. See, I, I changed up on you. I gave you my pick up front. Right. So that's what I'm doing with that one. I'm going with the Packers. How about you? All
1: right. Uh, so you're laying four and a half points right yes. now for the Packers. I, I'm a little nervous about it, but I am. Okay. Uh, I think the Packers win, but I'm going to take the points in the Maniac. Dan Campbell. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Lions here. They've been good to me all year. The Packers mm. have not... The worry: The Lions' defense is playing like ass again. They're giving up six point five yards per play their past three games, worst in the NFL. Ouch. And that ass of a Packers run defense—they're playing good, actually. They're allowing they're playing 85 well, dude. Play, damn it! Eighteen weeks and I still how can't. Dumb make are that you, well man. Right.
0: 18, I can give you eighteen Wind years. Off. You'll never figure out how to use that word. Uh,
1: well, they're playing well. They're allowing eighty-five point three yards per game on the ground in the last three games. That's very well. They're also uh, <laughs> taking the. Fu- <laughs> it's very good, up. dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just reversed
1: them again, man. I uh, know. Anyways, last four games, twelve takeaways uh, uh, for not the defense good. as well. But um, it just Blow, seems not like not well. Yeah, not well. Blow know, not well. Uh, I'm just Blow, giving that one up right good. there. Yep. But it seems like in the biggest games of the year, always oh, no. the biggest problems, always rare, it's ugly head, and I think the Lions move Rear, the ball here. Rear, not rare. But Rear, rare. I- Yeah, okay, that one, what you just said. I I think that comes back to bite him in the ass here. I think the Lions dominate the Packers in the trenches and open up holes for Jamal Williams, DeAndre Swift, and that guy you were talking about, Jared Goff. He hasn't thrown an interception since the last time they played the Packers two months ago, Mm. week nine. He's thrown 15 touchdowns since then, and regardless of whether or not the Lions have a playoff spot on the line because we'll we'll know by then, Dan's team is still going to play hard no matter what. ATS Wash here, both teams are absolute fire. The Lions are eight and one in the last nine overall. The Packers have won four straight. Let's go with Cannibal. Lions plus four and a half here. Yeah,
0: I'm I am i am nervous about the four and a half. I'm not gonna lie. I just I, I cannot go against Aaron. Even even ATS, period. I, I just, I can't. I can't.
1: They're I can't. getting better. His wide ass are getting better. His line's getting better. They're getting better. And it's personal. That. I just, yeah. it, I, I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm literally embedding
0: that with my heart and out of loyalty to a guy who came back on the show, who I love, who's always been good to us, and a brand. He's playing well. They're playing great defensively. They're running the hell out of it. Yes, they are. I'm not doing, I, it makes me nervous to four and a half, but that's what I'm doing. All okay. right, so finally, Cowboys, v commanders head mm-hmm. the hell happened to the commanders five minutes ago i'm talking to my dude mm-hmm. ron rivera and mm-hmm. we're talking about what an amazing story he and they are and since they've taken a big dump in their pants big. what happened what happened oh wait i know carson wentz that's what happened <laughs> your this dude literally may that's have it. played himself mm-hmm. out of not only a starting job but maybe out of the league altogether. That's how bad he was again when called upon. I mean, holy crap, what a cooler. (laughs) The Cowboys actually need this. What Mm -hmm. is the number, and are
1: you going to lay it? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to lay it. I'm going to go Barnhand, Mike McCarthy, and the Cowboys here in seven points on the road. Dude, the past three weeks, the Cowboys lead the NFL in scoring with 33.7 points per game. Washington is averaging 14 points. Also, Madison. That's it right there, Mikey McCarthy in the in the cows right there. Uh, good news right here for Dak, the Commanders good actually luck putting up- that cow back in the barn. Thank you, Alvy. I, I don't have any more cow jokes. Go ahead. I'm thinking about steer wrestling or something like that. But he's a big boy, dude. I don't know if dude, you are you still that running that livestock? Uh, well, breaking ice on cold days out here when it gets negative 20, that's pretty damn freaking tough, dude. Not fun. Yeah. You got a weird life, man. Very strange life. Very strange life. Breaking ice, running steer, washing Mm. dogs. Yeah. Fucking incredible, man. Yeah. Trying to figure out how to steer wrestle. Big Mike. But anyways. So
0: quick question. Why is Old Trapper Beef Jerky so amazing? Let's start with the fact that it is a family run business. A family business which stands by Quality and produces the world's best beef jerky. Now, I've made this point many, many times, and I want to make it again right now. Beef jerky is not just beef jerky. I think some of you go to the store, and you reach for the beef jerky, and you think it's all the same. In fact, you might not even know what you're buying. That's a big mistake. Stop making that mistake. All beef jerky is not the same. In fact, there's nothing like Old Trapper. It is simply the best. Four mouth-watering flavors, so you can get your choice of whatever you want. Myself, I like them all the same. I bounce back and forth between each and every one of them. So you can do the same thing. They come in four-ounce bags. If you need to learn, do it that way. If you already know what you want, go with the 18-ouncer. That way, there's enough for everybody, the entire unit, the entire family, the entire team. If you do not see it, ask for Old Trapper by name, because no other jerky
1: compares Old Trapper, what is your beef? Dak Prescott, right oh, here. Um, there's good news laws against that kind of shit, dude. Wake up. <laughs> uh, the Commanders Did actually dog-a-ha. give up the wake fifth up. most, fifth most yards per completion on the season, and their secondary doesn't make plays, so that's good. Only the Saints. Can you imagine of our friends have- at DraftKings
0: had any idea what we were talking about with some of these references. I bet we wouldn't have this
1: podcast. I bet you they love it if they're paying attention to the whole freaking thing, right? Which they are because they're a good partner. I love I, I them. Think they love it. I, I do love DraftKings. Great. Love them. I love I their love site it. too. It's amazing. It's so good.
0: Fantasy too. Their yes. content yeah, they're, they're, awesome, it is man. such an amazing product. DraftKings. It
1: is. I'm on a fantasy roll by the way too. I'm kicking ass on their site. So yeah,
0: but you, you, yeah, you suck at this though.
1: Yeah, be I've been sucking. Well, we didn't play last. Anyway, last game. Finish it up. Anyways, okay. Dak Commanders. Uh, their secondary is terrible. Um, Only the Saints and Giants have fewer interceptions in the NFC than the commanders do. (laughs) And that's what we need here with Dak, a dude who has gone two of 11 games without throwing an interception this year. He's also thrown eight of his 14 interceptions in December. He has an NFL worst. 3.9% of his passes intercepted on the season. That's the worst rate since famous Jameis went legend in 2019 in his 30-for-30 30 30 season. Alvin, in honor of um, me mentioning Jameis, is there any way on the last part of the regular season I can get some Jameis from you, but As a kid, my, my passion was always football okay right but mm-hmm. being taken away from the game i didn't realize that my passion was playing football oh oh <laughs> dude straight fire right there mind yep. blown mind blown god i miss that guy i love him anyways dude, on the we, other side the he
0: said his passion as a kid was football but then he realized his passion
1: was playing football. Dude, like, snap, you can see his eyes working, like, Whoa. boom, right there. Oh, my God, oh, my God. Rainbow guy. Playing football.
0: <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh, my God, my God, Whoa. playing football.
1: Rainbow guy. Anyways, on the other side of the ball, the Commanders' line can't block and they can't stop getting flagged. They also draw the top-rated pass rush here in the NFL. A Cowboys defense that also uh, 17% of the offensive drives end in a turnover. That's the best in the NFL. I just wish the guy that you mentioned, Carson Wentz, was under center instead of the legendary St. Louis Battle Hawk, who takes pride in his work. Saint can't Louis have that this weekend. That guy right there, Taylor. Uh, against the spread, Commanders are 0-4 in their last four games. But it's January. A little worrisome right here. Big Mike is 1-8 against the spread in his last wow. nine January wow. games. Not good at all. Come on, Big Fat Mike. Let's not choke this away like uh, Jerry Jones again.
2: Call a timeout, Mike. Yeah, call a timeout. we <laughs> see. Excuse me.
1: Cowboys minus seven right there, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Uh, I'll tell you what I feel. I feel badly not for the old guy, but for Terry McLaurin.
1: Terry. Nah, man, he deserves so much better. I love Terry. God, so do I. Every time you say Terry, too, I think a Mets kid. And Terry said Terry. Terry. It's the best name ever. Terry. Terry. I know Terry. that's. Terry. Yeah.
0: Show some <laughs> emotion, you old ass, silly is ass Is there? Man. Is there not a unedited or clean version of that? I want to hear that kid just f bomb. We should find this
1: pod. Yeah, we could do it on this pod. We Tell can. Me. That's what yeah. I'm saying.
0: Is there not a clean version? I don't think we have it. And like I said, no, I no, hate no, no, no. that that kid grew up.
1: <laughs>
0: Terry. Terry. That kid. He's he scares me. Respect, kid. Terry. So I, I feel I feel badly for Terry McLaurin because he's Terry. such a great player and such a class act and deserves much better than this. Mm-hmm. The Commanders head. Mm-hmm. Made Deshaun Watson look legit, Mm. and he had looked like crap before then. Mm. And Dak, I think to your point, you had trouble getting this out, but Dak has actually looked like Watson. Yeah, fair. Ask me, right? So the commanders are just what Dak ordered, except we know the commanders can get after the quarterback, right? And we know that Dak turns it over. And we know that Jarrah once tried to circumcise a mosquito. Just as we know that Jarrah left half his face on Bourbon Street. 20%
2: of me has been left on Bourbon Street. You know what,
0: man? It must be so great to be that rich, that shit-faced, and walk around missing half your face. Dude. God, that must be great. Meeting skanks at. What do you mean? Yeah, great. Man, Mm. man, what a great podcast. I will take the boys... (laughs) and lay the points because, well, why the hell not? Head, there it is, the last pod of the regular season, so do what you do, run it all back, give me your picks because we did not pick all of the same games, and for those people who don't want that, all that damn podcast stuff, just give them the picks.
1: All right, Jags minus six and a half. We had six for a second, but it's now minus six and a half v Titans on Saturday night. Vikings minus
0: six and a half ass.
1: Six and a ass, yeah. Well, it's a hook, so it's an ass. Minus six and a half. Sorry, right there. Jags minus six and a half. Vikings. What up, Rach? Minus seven and an ass. I'm just kidding. Vikings minus seven and a half at Chicago. Cleveland plus two and a half at Pittsburgh. Colts minus two and a half. Uh, versus Houston right here. Um, Lions, plus four and a half at Green Bay Sunday night. Cincy, minus seven with Joe Burrow v. Baltimore. And the Cowboys, minus seven at Washington.
0: My feeling is, Head, they're going to be pissed because we ran longer than we normally do,
1: which means, quote,
0: more podcast stuff. Yeah, Yeah, Sorry about that. Sorry we gave you great content for free.
1: (laughs) And a great show right there.
0: Absolutely. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm sorry for? Absolutely nothing. Good job, Head. Thank you very much. Good luck. Let's get paid. Thanks, Jim. We are joined once again by the pro football doc, Dr. David Chow. He is the mastermind behind Sports Injury Central. He was the longtime team physician for the Chargers and does join us every single week to provide data and insight for this pod. Doc, how are things? Happy New Year. What's up?
2: happy new year doing well and you know as of recording we've gotten some more good news on damar hamlin as we've talked earlier this week right and uh, the cautious optimism is paying off apparently he's got good cognitive function and movement and or uh, maybe tomorrow the breathing tube out so look not out of the woods but but mostly like we we have to be happy about this
0: Yeah, I think it's actually great news. It was a great way to wake up this morning and see that news. I'm so glad you brought that up. I was going to ask you about that because you and I did talk about that on our daily show earlier in the week. So I appreciate your thoughts on that, and that is very, very good news. You know, as we look at this weekend's action, and there is going to be games, of course, Doc, you and your staff weigh all sorts of factors in calculating your algorithms and the sick differential between teams in the various matchups. So whenever I see a double digit sick differential, it gets my attention given that Tennessee and Jacksonville are playing for the AFC South title. What is the sick differential in that matchup? And then how do you see that really important game?
2: Well, you know, the first thing i tell you is that Derrick Henry is going to be 100% and healthy. And so as that becomes more evident, the line may shift a little bit. So if you, if you like the Jags here, and the Jags are the healthier side by far, because remember, Tennessee has a ton of issues defensively still, and that's been the later part of the season. Their losing streak has been related more to the lack of defensive health than it was to losing Ryan Tannehill or even Derrick Henry for a little bit. They have some offensive line issues too, and right now there's a a almost 24 point injury differential for jacksonville the home side what i'd advise is if you're going to follow this advice and take jacksonville maybe wait another day until everyone knows that derrick Henry's is 100 you know and uh, there's no injury designation on derrick henry maybe that'll drift down even a little more for you if you like tennessee take it now i think it's going to get uh smaller the the because of Derrick Henry's health. But in general, Jacksonville is clearly the healthier side here, just like KC over Vegas uh, in the opener. But there are some other factors there, right, Jim? I mean, what's going to happen? Look, KC is definitely healthier than the Raiders. If they leave things the way that they are, right, which is canceling the Buffalo-Cincinnati game, that automatically, if the Chiefs win, gives them the number one seed. Now, I do hear the conversation about potentially a neutral site AFC championship game, and I get that. But as important or more important than the than where the game is being played, this is for a first-round buy. So even if they go to that system, I still see Kansas City fairly motivated here to win, and obviously it's no longer uh, – Derek Carr, et cetera, I don't think Josh Jacobs is playing for the Raiders so there's an advantage there on both Saturday matchups.
0: All right, so this is why we have you on this podcast. That's really interesting insight and really interesting information and something you want to factor in. So Doc, what about for instance the disparity, the sick disparity between say Arizona and San Francisco? As you might imagine there's an enormous point spread as well with the Niners as two touchdown favorites at last check. In your opinion, Does the sick differential, is it big enough, and are the cards disinterested enough to get you to lay two touchdowns?
2: Uh, uh, At most, maybe. And here's the thing where it gets tricky, right? We deal in injuries, but there are a lot of other factors. And, yes, there's a 21.6 score differential, but there's a huge point spread. And here's the way that we see it. Look, Arizona has no offensive line. This is a send-off game for J.J. Watt, so maybe there's a tiny bit of motivation. They're on David Blau, their fourth-string quarterback, but fourth-string quarterbacks are motivated to play. This is their chance, and if he can rally the team. So it's a little iffy. The other thing I see here is Debo Samuel will play in this game. He may not play the whole game, but they got to pair him up with Brock Purdy a little bit, right? So maybe a lot of early Debo Samuel usage in the first half and then start to rest. If I were playing this game on the numbers, honestly, Jim, I'd look at the first half line, the halftime line, because I don't see the 49ers with mostly things sewn up playing their guys all the way through. And that 14's a lot. There is a health differential. If you're playing this game, I might get I hate getting cute, but I might say, you know, play them early because maybe there's a little Arizona rally late uh, when when the backups are in.
0: Again, that makes a lot of sense to me. That makes a lot of sense to me. I like that. So what about, for instance, the Rams? The Rams are busted up. We know this, Doc. They've got nothing to play for against Seattle. What about the sick differential there? And then would you consider that a must play, or would you kind of hedge, or is there a caveat attached to that too?
2: Well, you know, they call it gambling for a reason, so it's not a guarantee ever. And our numbers and algorithm would say it is a play because guess what? The Rams don't really have any direct motivation, except maybe Baker wants to show his stuff a little more, Baker Mayfield, but they've got offensive line issues and still defensive issues. The, the Seahawks, if they win, they stay alive. And it's a home game. Seattle's a tough place to play. And it's an almost not quite 20.6 differential. The only caveat in Seattle is their really top linebacker that took Bobby Wagner's place. Jordan Brooks, unfortunately, tore his ACL like we thought in game uh last week that's the only caveat there but seattle's something to play for If seattle wins and green bay beats detroit and most people would think green bay is beating detroit because green bay uh, uh, beating detroit will knock the seahawks out but if detroit can get lucky and beat green bay and the seattle seahawks win seattle gets in as the wild card so That game will be played before the Detroit-Green Bay game, so Seattle will be 100% alive. And no one wants to get knocked themselves out of the playoffs. If you get knocked out by someone else watching, so be it. But you want to win the game on the field.
0: All right, so, Doc, you are locked in. What a great segment, great information. Did we leave anything out? Did we miss anything at all?
2: Well, I think there's some interesting things happening out there. I mean, if indeed – look, they're not playing this – This is unprecedented, right? And the fact that we're even talking about playoffs and seeing other things is happy times because a day ago, I don't think I would have had this conversation before this morning's revelations about what I always felt is DeMar Hamlin's brain would be okay. But we didn't have any signs of that because he was sedated because of the ICU stay and the life support. But now that he's, quote, breathing on his own and communicative, now we can start to focus a little more on football New England has to beat Buffalo to make the playoffs. Buffalo might still be in a little bit of shell shock, and who could blame them? They saw their friend get CPR, and that's unprecedented. And uh, they're favored by seven. The sixth score favors New England a tiny bit, but you know, can Buffalo really have anything to focus on? If they don't have the number one seed to play for anymore, because it's going to Kansas City, and that's been decided already. If Kansas City beats the Raiders, even with the neutral site uh, matchup for the championship game, it's still a first-round bye that goes to Kansas City. So Buffalo would really have nothing to play for and maybe rest, and maybe their heart's not in it this week, no pun intended, anyways, thinking about their brother. So there's some funny things happening in that New England-Buffalo game that you might need to wait to let it sort out here uh, in terms of what's going to happen in motivation. And there's even some talk about, you know, adding more playoff seeds for AFC. I don't know what they're trying to do there.
0: Mm. Well, a lot of information right there. Once again, if you want information like that and much more like that, you want to go to the sports injury central site remember for our listeners that site is free you can do your own work you can do your own research you can do your own homework if you do not want to do that there are premium picks that you can pay for otherwise everything is free doc great great job this week i appreciate that so much have a great weekend and i will talk to you again soon thanks jim nice job I cannot believe that we are already at week 18. As always, I want to thank you all for listening. If you like what you hear, make sure you hit us with a nice, fat, five-star review. Smash the subscribe button if you haven't done so already. Have an amazing weekend, and we will see you next time right here on Jim Rome's Big Head Bets.